That's the devaluing of your money. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com.
Good morning. Welcome to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Radio Church. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. To all the mothers, happy Mother's Day to everyone. May you enjoy, have a wonderful day with your children, with your husbands, with your families. And may God's blessing be upon you today. Day by day, day by day. Godspell. I think it was 1972. The greatest according to the Bible. Not my opinion. But according to the scripture. The, from the greatest generation in the history. The final generation. A generation that seeks thy face. O God of Jacob, King David stated that, I think it was in Psalm chapter 6, there would be one generation that would seek the face of Jacob, the God of Jacob. And it would be the final generation. Through, through the generations throughout history, yes, mankind has sought the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Jacob, but one generation, the final generation, the generation that will finish the dispensation, uh, the last 2,000-year period of time, or the 6,000-year period of time, which would be in God's creation, six days. At the end of the six days, a seventh day would begin, which would be the millennial reign of Christ. And... After the second day, when Christ came, there would be 2,000 years. And after that 2,000-year period of time has just about expired, Christ would return. We're in that time. And according to the Scripture, this is the generation that seeks thy face, O God of Jacob. We are that generation. The baby boom generation from 1960 to about 1976, it was a 16-year period of time. What set it in motion was the election of John F. Kennedy. The Jesus movement, movement began in 1961. I believe it was in Hollywood, California. I have an article from a brother he and his wife, they started ministering in Hollywood. And uh, it began a, a, re a revival of the young people living in that area began right in the heart of the occult, the occult center of California, dead center. And that's where I believe the Jesus movement began. When Christ began his ministry, he went right to the dead center of the occult area uh, in uh, Israel. That's where he went first. And I believe the Jesus movement of the 60s and 70s began in Hollywood. And from Hollywood, it took fire began. The Holy Spirit fell upon young people. And evangelism began young people began to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. They didn't need to be in assemblies to be taught. 
that there was a Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit would empower them, give them direction, be real to them, show them how to evangelize. They didn't have to be eloquent, but they had to be able to communicate the experience they had with this God of Jacob. And that is what they did. Why Jimmy, why, why, uh, John F. Kennedy Jr.? I'm sorry, why John F. Kennedy? He was Catholic. Something happened at the end of his life, I believe, from reading and researching. And it appears as if he had a change of conscience. His conscience, something began to bother him. As a Catholic, I think that he had a reality that, you know, sometimes people just have an instinct when they know that they're on the verge of something big, but there are going to be consequences. And he had made decisions politically that would cost him his life. He wasn't, you could say, the attack on his life didn't come from just one direction. It came from a, a many directions. Many people were upset with him. Government agencies, uh, the mafia. But as a Catholic, there was a, you might say, a Catholic revival within the Catholic churches. You could say that maybe the Catholic people realized that God, for some reason, had put John F. Kennedy uh, in as president. And many Catholic people, it, they, it, they became aware that something spiritual was happening. As a president, he started, he opened the heavens above America in the spiritual realm. The heavens were already open through the Christian ministries, evangelical ministries, but God would put in a Catholic. And I believe that in the spiritual world, in the way that things work, and the, the, the way that the Holy Spirit reveals things in the Scripture, there are times when a awakening, a move, a plan that God may have for a nation, for a race, for people, and the heavens will open. Well, I believe that John F. Kennedy, something with him brought about an opening of the heavens, and God was able for the next 16 years to pour his spirit out upon the young people, the baby boom generation in the United States of America. The baby boom generation, there were two legs to it. Jewish people met the Lord, and Gentile young people met the Lord, male and female. The specific plan that God had, yes, there had been the awakenings starting from the time that the Plymouth Brethren landed in Plymouth Rock, the Christians that come over from Europe, there were awakenings throughout history. Times where 
the church would grow cold and there'd be a revival in Bible study. There'd be a revival in evangelism. Then 19, early late 1800s, a uh, revival began in Europe that jumped to America in the giftings of the Holy Spirit. Pentecost, you might say we began a Pentecost experience in the United States. Then coming forward with the two world wars, World War I, World War II, the Christian people praying fervently for their sons that would go to battle in Europe, and in World War II where they go to battle in not only Europe, but in the uh, uh, Far East, the, East the, the Pacific. And the hand of God has been upon America from the time that we began, became a nation. But what happened with the election of John Kennedy, this was the target, was not just the families of America because of war, but God knew something was going to happen and there was going to be an attack on the baby boom generation. Vietnam, John F. Kennedy was trying to keep the American people out of that war and mainly because the people that would fight that war would be baby boom generation males for the most part. I'm going to interject something just quickly. When you take Bible prophecy and you take the events happening in the world with the history or what is the events plus the prophecy, they will always show you the past, what is occurring presently, and the direction in the future. American men were going to go to Vietnam. And the attack was on the baby boom generation children of that time. That was just in the area of war. At the same time, the Holy Spirit began to descend and pour His Spirit up, out upon young people, probably from the ages of about 14 to about 24, in that area, somewhere in there. I'd have to go back and really just diagnose it. There would be another attack, and it would be through Hollywood, through the movies of the time. The attack would be directed at the thinking of the baby boom generation children. Music, the music world. There were many black, many black young, young people that were raised in Christian homes in the 50s. Many, many young black, uh, eventually they would go, become... Uh, They'd have uh, careers in music that would sing in choirs, in the black choirs, in the churches of their parents. And once the, this, the Lord started to pour His Spirit out upon the baby boom children, these kids, the black children, were very gifted in music. And immediately... 
these children were pulled out of, you might say, the gospel world into the secular world. And uh, I'm just trying to think of some of the famous, famous people that uh, had begun in gospel in the black community. But the black community, it really hurt the, the black culture when these kids went secular. When many of the young people in the other uh, parts of the country, when they were deceived by the culture, another deception that took place that was aimed at the baby boom generation children, the, the, the great sex, the uh, uh, sexual movement, free sex, the hippie movement. That was another attack. These weren't just a change in culture. From a spiritual point of view, these were direct attacks at that group of people to capture them, to lead them in a direction deeper into the world, away from God, away, the th away from the things of God. You had, at the same time, another attack called the New Age Movement. The New Age Movement. Not straight out Satanism, not type of in-your-face blatant witchcraft, but something subtle. A lot of it came in through the women. The attack generally of Lucifer is always toward women. Because why? Because it was Eve that was deceived, not the man. women would always be the target. Then you would have straight out by 1960, the middle of the 1960s, you'd have Anton LaVey come out and write the Satanic Bible. The attack from a spiritual perspective, as far as witchcraft is concerned, would become more open, more blatant there in San Francisco. So many things that would happen in the culture, the change in the culture was directed specifically at those young people that were born right after World War II, 46, 47, and up till about 1963, I think that was kind of the threshold, the beginning and the end of the baby boom generation, right in that, right in that area, about a 15, 16 year period of time, I think. Yeah, somewhere in there. And, but during the 16-year period of time, I feel that the heavens were wide open and God was able to accomplish what He needed to accomplish in that, with that generation. That generation, the baby boom generation, the greatest uh, advance in technology began and would be carried by them. And what was accomplished during those years and through that group of people as they continued to go on into their lives, as they began to go into corporations, 
into the direction in life where they would, uh, you know, where they would fit. They were able to change this society, make America the greatest nation ever. Yes, our fathers, our parents, uh, that won the victories, World War I, World War II, they set the stage for making America, making America a superpower militarily. But the baby boom generation contribution, what we contributed to technology, to science, to uh, engineering, all of the, the trades, you, you name it, whatever it may be, space. I mean, we just, what we contributed to music alone, just music. The music that came out of starting in about 19, late 50s, early 60s, into the mid-70s, late 70s, the music that came out, hit after hit after hit after hit, you couldn't, you could not, there was no room. There wasn't room for more bands to come out at the time. And the music now that was created then, many of the young musicians today are going back and taking that music and rewriting it, singing it, uh, cutting new albums or whatever it is they do in the music world. They're taking the old songs. But going back to the Jesus movement people. God was able to do something in the hearts of many of those Christian people that to this day is still has a, is affecting them uh, in a mighty way, whether they continued with the Lord, whether they were faithful to the Lord, whether they were sidetracked in life, still they were affected in a very powerful way by the Holy Spirit at that time. I believe that there's going to be a revival of many of these people that are now in their 60s, 70s. And I believe that there's going to be another revival, in a sense, within that age group. And I think that the power of it the power of this new move that the Holy Spirit will have with them, I would, I would say would be through prayer. Through prayer. And I believe that many will come to their senses that have not been faithful to the Lord and realize that, there's, that they have time to make up for things spiritually, that things they should have done that they didn't do, they were distracted, they were deceived, and I think they're going to have the time to really invest once again heavily into the kingdom of heaven. This is the time in history where if a person was going to invest in anything, it would be to invest in the spiritual, the powerful spiritual things that would make you successful with the Lord and make you profitable in the things of the kingdom of heaven. It's not too late. We're just at the time now where people are going to have to begin to transition in their thinking from what is important to them 
and the transition is they're going to have to evaluate and think about what is important, what is necessary, what is vain, what is just a distraction, and to begin to focus on what is the most important direction you can go in your life. With the baby boom generation, their children, I think even their grandchildren are going to be the ones that are going to be the recipient of the, I don't know how, if I would say recipient. Um, I'm trying to decide whether it's going to be the baby boom generation, our children, or the grandchildren that God is going to use, the fathers, the young men, or the children? Or is it going to be all three? I'm going to go to a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez, Olive Tree and Lampstand Radio Church. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. Did the insurance company divorce your mountain house? Then call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have over 50 years combined experience in fire mitigation. Let us climb, cut, trim, haul your worries away. We know brokers who specialize in mountain property, and we don't hire no snowflakes. Oh, God, God, it me. Hey, you're not in this commercial. Again, call Affordable Tree Service at 970-568-6898. That's 568-6898. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. 
Tune in Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on Roar the Rockies, 1360 a.m. for the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Get your garden started and growing successfully all summer long every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. First epistle of John, chapter 2, verse 12. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write unto, I write unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because you have become, I'm sorry. I have write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. In the time that we're in, as, at the, as I ended that last segment, I've had to really think about, okay, what is the Lord what is he planning? What is the Holy Spirit going to do now? The Jesus movement came. I began, it began in 1960, 1961, ended, I believe, in 1976. I'll tell you why in just a second. But now, at the end of the world, God is going to use his children, young men, and fathers. Children, fathers, young men. Actually, it's in that, in that order. And yes, sisters, you're, you are included. God is going to use all of his children. He has a plan. All of his saints, all of his children are vital to God's end of the world plan. The Lord Jesus said in Matthew 16, that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the builded church. The threat, the uh, hindrance to the plan of Satan, to the whole kingdom of darkness, the fallen angels, the principalities, the powers, the demons, to the occult world, to those people that hate God, the children of the devil, the threat is the builded church. The builded church is not the whole body of Christ as a family. 
It can't be. Because for the most part, in the body of Christ, in the family of God, not all of God's children have been faithful. Many are, many, there is a great apostasy presently. There are many believers that are unfaithful, that has ne have never taken up their cross to follow Christ. They have never taken the attitude that they would deny themselves so that they could grow. So you cannot say that the builded church would be all of the family of God. No. The book of Revelation chapter 1, 2, and 3 talk about the seven churches of God, the seven lampstands. To each of the seven lampstands, you have those within each assembly that are faithful and those that are, have been unfaithful. With each of the seven, there are the overcomers, meaning that there are those that are not overcomers. So you cannot say that the builded church is the whole body of Christ. The builded church is a group within these assemblies. Now, in the seven churches, you have presently, in the Middle East, you do have still people living that would be considered Christians in the area of the early churches that would be considered to be Ephesus. In the world today, you have the people living in Pergamos, which would be the, I should just look at the order here, which would be the suffering churches. I'll tell you, one of the great churches that is suffering is the church in China. Many, many Christians in China are suffering greatly for being believers. But somehow, through the miracles of God, they're being kept. So firstly, you have Ephesus. Uh, the second church, Smyrna, which is the suffering church, the persecuted church, you have that church in the world today, in China especially, in a some of the nations of Asia. Definitely, in the Middle East. Then you have Pergamos, which would be, I believe, more along the line of the Orthodox churches, Russian Orthodox, Eastern Orthodox, these type of churches. And they're scattered not only in uh, Asia, Central Asia, East Asia, I'm sorry, uh, Europe, Central Europe, Eastern Europe, but into the Far East. Orthodox churches all over in this country. Fourthly, you have the great church, Thyatira. Thyatira is the great, big, massive church of all the churches. Thyatira is one of the oldest churches. Not as old as Greek, the Greek churches. Out of the Greek churches came the Catholic church. That's why they're so similar. But the Catholic Church would be the big brother of all the seven churches. It would be an international church, the Catholic churches, Thyatira. Thyatira is one of the lampstands. But in Thyatira, you have some pretty, uh, a lot of evil. You have 
God is offended, says, I have a few things against you because you suffer that woman Jezebel, which calls herself a prophetess to teach, seduce, and to seduce my servants to commit fornication, to eat things sacrificed to idols. There's a lot of idolatry in the Catholic Church, in the Greek churches also, but not like the Catholic Church. In the Lutheran churches, which would follow through Luther, which would follow the Roman Catholic Church, when Luther states, uh, nailed the his justification by faith document to the church door, uh, church door, there's still idolatry in the Lutheran churches too. But the Catholic Church is the leading church in idolatry. God is going to give the Catholic Church time to repent. He's given her 2,000, 3,000, no, about 1,800 years, 1,900, 1,700 years roughly to repent, 1,600, and she hasn't. So God says that he's going to kill her children with death. But also in the Catholic Church, to the rest in Thyatira, as many have, have not known this doctrine, that have not known the depths of Satan. So there's something satanic within the Catholic churches. For those Catholics, as a former Catholic, I'm not attacking you. I'm warning you and telling you that God said to the old, the old, big, this is the biggest mega church in the world, to the Catholic churches of the world, God is going to punish the Catholic church for the sins of the popes and for the fathers of the Catholic Church internationally that have not been faithful to God. And the children within the Catholic Churches are going to suffer. They're going to be persecuted. They're going to be... Uh, he's going to kill them with death. I will kill her children with death. This is the Holy Spirit speaking through John. He means it. But those that have not known the depths of Satan, he's not going to put any burden on you, but hold fast what you have. I know many, many Catholics that, are, that have been faithful to God. I have an aunt that was a nun. Her order was in Longmont with St. John's for about 40, almost 45 years. She just retired five, eight years ago. Faithful, doing what she's supposed to do. There are many Catholics that are faithful. They have to hold fast till the Lord comes. He knows the works of the Catholic people. The Lutheran churches, there are the faithful in the Lutheran churches, the faithful in the church in Philadelphia, which would be the Plymouth Brethren type churches, inner life type churches. Then you have the youngest of all the churches, the Evangelical Churches of America, which would be the Pentecostal, the, uh, like the moral majority type of churches, charismatic, some of the, many of the uh, uh, messianic churches, the fundamental churches, basically. But, though it's the youngest it has the most glory. The evangelical churches of America are the most glorious churches of the seventh. 
the youngest brother of all the seven is the most dynamic it is the preferred brother it is like the Joseph with the coat of 12 colors we're the church that has had it all it could only exist in America we were not ordained to exist in Asia in the Europe our sphere that God would move us to would be the United States of America out of all the churches that jump the ocean the evangelical churches this is our homeland but we're blind wretched naked miserable and poor that's what the Lord says so not all of the body of believers equate to the builded church the builded church are the members within all of the lampstands that have been faithful to God that will be faithful to him and that will uh, be faithful in the hardships to come the baby boom generation the heavens began to close over the United States of America as a nation and the end of the baby boom generation you might say it had a like with all awakenings there is a beginning and there's an end it can be generally it's generally a, a short 20-year period of time somewhere in there the Azusa Street re revival in many Pentecostals talk about that about you know they talk about that revival it was a great revival but it had an end to it all these moves have an end the baby boom generation the move of the Holy Spirit had an end I believe it was with the birth or with the not the birth with the election of Jimmy Carter why would I say that for those who understand spiritual principles who understand lineages for those that understand how the occult world can look at the heavens look at the stars how they align the planets how they align the constellations and it's a map it's a map for God's people because God is showing God's people that are holy it's a pure thing his times his seasons his plans scrolled out in the heavens written in the heavens clear clearly to his people but the occult world they also use it they know what's going on up there and they watch the alignments of the Sun and the moon and the planets and the stars and the seasons they also use it but they use it on behalf of the devil then on the earth you have these patterns ley lines like well, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to go that direction right now. I have too much to present here. But ley lines, for those that know what ley lines are, latitude, longitude, uh, things that will happen on a certain latitude, a certain longitude. Then you have patterns with families. You have patterns in lineages. Well, John F. Kennedy and Jimmy Carter are half-brothers 
Many Christians don't know this. Many people in this society don't realize that. They had the same father, Joe Kennedy. Why is this important? Because one brother, John Kennedy, would begin, the heavens would be opened by him, because of him. God, the heavens would be opened to the baby boom generation children so that God could pour his spirit out upon that generation for a purpose that was important and vital for American Christianity, evangelical Christianity. It was vital. It had to happen. But the half-brother of the brother that opens the heavens, the half-brother, because of him, closes the heavens. He runs as a Christian. Jimmy Carter runs as an evangelical. He's not. He begins the peace agreements with Israel, which people believe was a great... You know, he, was a lo he loved Israel, and he was doing things on behalf of Israel. No. Jimmy Carter did not really care for Israel. What he did was not on behalf of Israel. It was on behalf of other powerful people, which was to continue to bring Israel into bondage into the future. So, one brother, the heavens open. A half-brother, the heavens close. Starting in about 19, after he, took, after he took his presidency, there was a shift within evangelical Christianity in, the, in America. A shift with the... Uh, The whole Christian culture. Yes, the momentum had already begun. And the momentum carried into the late 70s, into the 80s. A lot of many, there was much Christian, uh, you might say revival. A Christian, there was a lot of focus on the Christianity in America at that time. And the, with the Jesus movement people, there was a jump of the spirit into Europe it jumped eventually in the late 70s would reach into Russia would begin to move into Africa to South, South America and this was all because of the Jesus movement plan that God had to take his spirit and the reality of his spirit to the nations. We'll be back to finish out this hour. Hi, this is Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group. I'm sure you're probably aware of the reputations of many of the precious metals dealers here in the front range. I talk to customers all the time that know gold and silver are strong investments, that they are a hedge against a volatile economy. But these customers don't know where to buy gold and silver and are very justifiably concerned that they'll get ripped off. So I want to make you this promise. At Patriot Trading Group, there are no commission salespeople. We don't make outbound phone calls. We don't try to upsell you 
into some scam or package that we created. We don't disclose your information to anyone ever. The majority of our business comes from referrals and long-time repeat customers. If you're looking to learn about or invest in precious metals, give us a call at 800-951-0592 or go to allamericangold.com. That's 800-951-0592 or go to allamericangold.com. The Patriot Trading Group. No salespeople, no calls, just old-fashioned service. Hi, Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks so much for listening to me every weekday from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. right here on KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Hey, do you own a business in northern Colorado or surrounding areas? Are you looking to reach a conservative, loyal audience which could grow your business? Well, take my advice and contact my friends at KHNC. KHNC has a rapidly growing, conservative, family-based audience, and you can speak directly to them. Now, if you're looking for the type of customers or clients that believe in the principles that that our great country was founded upon, just contact my friends at KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies, and learn how you can be heard right on the air. Just call 970-587-5003 or email on the air at 1360khnc.com. That's 970-587-5003 or email on the air at 1360khnc.com. Take it from me, Brian Kilmeade. You can showcase your business to the folks that are helping to take our country back. Hey man, pass the battle over. Take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360khnc.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC free. Just go to the website. 1360khnc.com click the shop khnc listeners this is sam shook your medicare license agent here in northern colorado i want to thank you for your continued support and look forward to many more years serving you i cannot stress enough if you are getting into medicare or have any medicare needs call me at 970-413-4939 if you have other insurance needs such as live dental heart attack cancer and stroke call me at 970-413-4939 again for medicare needs call me sam shook at 970-413-4939 Okay, we're going to forget that intro music. The Jesus movement jumped the ocean into Europe, affected Russia, South America, Africa, into the Far East. Prophecies out of America to South Korea. Prophecies out of the United States to some of the presidents of some of the nations in Europe. Prophecies to Israel from Christian people coming from Africa into Israel. But at the same time that in the 80s, 70s, 80s, after Jimmy Carter came into office, there was a change that began to take place. A change from freedom in the spirit that was the experience of the baby boom generation Christians to that spirit of religion, of control. Many people who talk about about <clears throat> the being free from religion, you have to be careful because religion is a pattern. Religion is like your personality. 
Religion is like a culture. Without the help of the Holy Spirit to reveal to you your religious ways and the bondages you have, the patterns that you have, and, and I mean bondages to certain types of thinking. One thing I, as time went on in my life, one thing that the Lord had to tell me to do is you are not going to preach Jesus Christ plus anything. You're going to talk about me solo. You're not going to talk about me and your church or uh, uh, whatever. It's going to be you're going to talk about me. You're going to present me to people. You're going to leave it at that. Another thing is you're going to move away from the Christian vernacular. There's a Christian lingo. He said, get away from it. You have to break yourself of it. And it's difficult. It's very hard to do. I don't want to leave the experiences that I had, but I have to get away from the Christian lingo. The Christian, like, uh, just, just the way that Christians talk with each other. Each church is different. Religion would be the enemy, the great enemy of the baby boom generation children. Religion. And what I mean by that is, eventually there was talk in the religious world that the baby boom generation children, they needed to begin to come into churches because they needed to be uh, churched. They needed to be controlled. They can't be uh, lone rangers, things of that nature. Every, every single Christian... Every single Christian that is born again is a lone ranger. You are a person that God is going to train to send into the world that you need to go into. You're a lone ranger. Every Christian is a lone ranger. So when you hear this type of thinking and talk that, you know, the lone ranger, don't be a lone ranger. No, with God, you are a lone ranger because it's you solo with God. We're going to be back for the second hour. We'll hang on. Rick Rodriguez, be right back. I meant coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. The investigation of that forceful arrest of a 73-year-old woman with dementia in Loveland could wrap up in the next week or two. The public will then find out if any of the officers involved in the case will be charged. Police stopped and forced Kara Garner to the ground in June of last year over a $14 shoplifting allegation. The federal lawsuit says those officers dislocated one of her shoulders and broke her arm. The local critical incident response team trying to find and interview nearly two dozen people who have connections to the 2020 incident. The DA there says the probe should be complete in the next couple weeks. I'm Jim Williams. 
Friday marked two years since two shooters attacked students at STEM School Highlands Ranch. Kendrick Castillo was killed trying to stop one of them. He died saving his classmates, and Kendrick's family and friends remember a hero. We come out here, it's cathartic to relax in the afternoon and watch the sunset. Sometimes we talk to his headstone and the wind comes up and we feel his presence with us and that's how we heal. John Castillo and his wife Maria make daily visits to the cemetery. Friday, they invited others to join them. One of the people Kendrick saved that day was a teacher who's now a new mom. To see that others survived and they're having babies and they're not forgetting Kendrick is so important to us. One of the state's craft breweries has made Kendrick's Ale again this year. Money from the sale of it goes to the Colorado Fallen Heroes Foundation. Eight other people were injured in the shooting. One of the shooters pleaded not guilty with a trial set to begin on the 24th. The other pleaded guilty in February and was sentenced to life plus 38 years with a chance for parole. Forbes magazine is out with its list of the most valuable sports franchises in the world. The Broncos landed right in the middle of the top 50. The Broncos rated 25th with a value of about $3.2 billion. I'm Ted Werbin on the Rocky Mountain News Network. Are you worried about credit card debt building up? It may be time to consolidate that debt with a mortgage refinance. You can save up to $1,000 a month without starting your term over, but only if you choose Colorado's own American Financing. Get started on your custom loan today by calling 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. From contractors to do-it-yourselfers, if you got to dig, you got to contact Colorado 811 first. It's quick. It's free. It's required. And it keeps everyone safe. So you can bring your project to life. Nailed it. Before you dig, contact 811. This message is sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Why does it seem America is slowly sinking? Whose fault is it? It's not the Obamas or the Clintons. It's not Republicans or Democrats. It's not corporations, the military, or foreign countries. It's the Federal Reserve a central banking system made up of private bankers that corrupt and control virtually all aspects of the world's money supply and the economy. All of the major problems of the world can be traced to the Federal Reserve and central banks of other countries. Hi, I'm Jason with the Colorado Front Range News Hour. Catch my show with co-host Brian here on KHNC 3 to 4, Monday through Friday. We sell gold and silver, the best way to protect your hard-earned money. Call 800-951-0592 and keep those blood-sucking bankers out of your wallet. The Patriot Trading Group is a different kind of gold and silver company, cleaning up the industry for 21 years. Are you tired of the high-pressured sales tactics, the constant phone calls? Are you done with the bait-and-switch? You just want to be treated fairly with honesty and respect? That's exactly what you get when you call 800-951-0592. You have my word on it. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Check us out online at allamericangold.com. If you love wealth, 
better than liberty. The tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom. Go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains be set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen. Samuel Adams. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers in the audience. May God bless you this day. May God bless your children, your families, your husbands, everyone that you love. May you have a blessed day. This is Rick Rodriguez, founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. You're listening to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry radio church program. My podcast for this program or on 1360khnc.com. I, in the first hour, I was just giving a overview of the baby boom generation, Christians born in America, baby boomers, a plan of God directed at targeting a group of young people born right after World War II, 46, 47, up to about 1963, the plan that God had for them, which is still, he still has a plan with them. Many who came to Christ at that time, within a 16-year period of time, beginning with John F. Kennedy, ending with John F. Kennedy's half-brother, Jimmy Carter, 16-year period of time. With, Jimmy, with John F. Kennedy, the heavens were opened to the young people of America. With the half-brother of John Kennedy, Jimmy Carter, the heavens began to be closed. Religion began to set in. The control of the churches began to began. And apostasy, the final great apostasy, it was the beginning 
of the great apostasy, there's always been apostasy through the ages, but the great apostasy apostasy would begin, I believe, in about 1976. It would be sown, the seeds would be sown, and from there it would go on and develop into mega churches. It would develop into Christians never receiving sound Bible teaching, sound eschatology. They wouldn't even know eschatology and theology. There would be a infiltration into the body of Christ by the occult, New Age movement, secret societies, witches, warlocks would begin to infiltrate into the, church, into the pulpits. They are in the pulpit today. One of the great, great men that is revered in the West Coast as being a great Christian uh, speaker, teacher, having a big church, is not even born again. He's a wolf. He's not born again. He's a member of the occult. He's a high satanic priest. And the Christians in the West Coast know him. They want to be with him. They, they love him. And they don't even realize he's not part of the family of God. In the Jesus movement, what would happen is God would begin with young people. And of all the Christians, all the people, the young people that would be born again during that 16-year period, let's say I don't know what the percentage would be of those who would follow Christ faithfully. There would be the those that would be kind of like the principle of the harvest. There would be those that would be a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. But not all of them would follow Christ fervently. So out of the Jesus movement, presently today, I would say maybe five percent were faithful. The other ninety-five percent in different experiences eventually would just never go on to really give their lives to the Lord. The greatest time, the greatest blessing of time in America, yes, was in the 50s for sure. But the greatest times began in the early 60s on up into the late 80s, early 90s, the turn of the century. The people that were in the occult during that time, there would be the other side. Whenever there is a move of God, be assured there will be a move coming, directing, that is directed at that move even before that move begins. Before the Jesus movement period began, already in the 50s, there was a great surge in the occult within witchcraft so that once the Jesus movement Satan knows these things once the plan of God with the Jesus with the with the uh, baby boom generation children would begin Satan would already have traps the sex revolution the women's re revolution the new age movement the stealing of the a young gifted American 
Christians from the churches into the secular world to sing rock and roll, to sing blues. The taking of the young men in the Jesus movement to send them to Vietnam to die. Not just the Christians, but the baby boom genera generation young men in general. The great drug culture began. The LSD, Timothy Leary. The change in the, the education system in the colleges and universities with the protests, protesting American policies in uh, other nations. But many of those people who were the protesters at that time are now your political leaders. Many of the Christians didn't stay the course. Some did, very few. If you stayed the course, you were going to be, um, it, was going to be it was going to be difficult for those who would stay the course because the whole evangelical world was changing. The baby boom generation, the pastors of the land wanted these young people into assemblies to be churched, to be controlled. You have many of the Christian music that began in the 70s, late 70s, 80s. They were Christian rock bands. Nothing wrong with that. But the thing is, one thing that happened is many of these Christian musicians, they had the gift to write music, to play the instruments, to sing, but they never developed the, perfected their ability to sing in the spirit, to sing in spirit. It's like ministering. Yes, anybody can talk, but to minister with the, under the direction of the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit in, your, in what you're presenting, that's a completely different matter, like prayer. People can pray prayers, but a lot of time it'd be like talking to the dog, and they're just talking to the dog, making requests. True prayer is bringing Christ into that time and he is there and making your requests under the direction and the sense of the Holy Spirit. So many Christians began to lose the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. They began to shift more toward the natural side of things. It's a good thing to feed the poor. But are you called to feed the poor? Or is there another ability that God has given you that is more important? Like taking care of the sick. Like with occupations. Nowadays, people want to find where the greatest uh, income is going to come from. And they take that occupation. With us as believers, it's not, not to be that way with us. 
we are to really ask the Lord, what is the most, what is the, what, where can I be, where can I be positioned to be the most fruitful for myself, for my family, for my future, for the kingdom of heaven? It's different with the Christian world. The great attack on the Christian church began in the mid and late 70s. And now we see today, presently, where we are in time. We see that the great apostasy that was set in motion, the spirit of the age, that great satanic plan has come to pass. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. The great falling away has taken place. Part of the falling away are the doctrines that came out in the 70s and 80s. Great, powerful, demonic doctrines. The greatest demonic doctrine, doctrine of demon, as I would phrase it, is this matter of a pre-trib rapture. Still to this day, I have friends, family, that they are pre-tribber. There is no thought of hardship to come. The belief is that God would never allow His children to suffer. When Antichrist comes, God would not allow them to be here. The Scriptures say the opposite. The Scriptures say that the Antichrist is going to persecute and he's going to behead the Christians. Then some Christians will say, yeah, well, there'll be multi-raptures. And the real faithful will go first. They won't suffer that. But there'll be some Christians left behind that are going to suffer. God's not a respecter of persons. God has one plan for his body. And that plan is that that end time body of Christian believers will go through seven years of tribulation. The whole seven years. After the seven years of tribulation is over, shortly after, then there will be a resurrection. There are only two resurrections in the scripture. The resurrection, the first resurrection, which takes all the believers that have died and that are living that resurrection, they are caught up to go to the judgment seat of Christ. There's no pre-judgment seat of Christ. You don't go, we don't go before the judge some earlier than others. We all go before Christ simultaneously. It's easy for Christ to judge all of His people for the last 2,000 years that are born again. It is nothing for Him to judge us all in 30 minutes. There's an interesting verse in Revelation, I think it's chapter 11. And there was silence in heaven by the space of a half an hour. Why is there silence in heaven for the space of a half an hour? What's going on in that 30-minute period of time, as we know time? Could that be the judgment seat of Christ? Could it be within that 30 minutes... As God is giving rewards, as He is trying at each individual believer that has ever lived, that has 
now before him, it's his judgment seat. We all are going to answer for what we do, what we don't do, for what we've done. In that 30-minute period of time, could God use that period of time to bring all of his saints, faithful and unfaithful, before him to give them reward or to send them to outer darkness, punishment away from the millennial kingdom for, 30, for, for a thousand years? Not every Christian goes into the millennial kingdom. They don't all go to the, the great banquet, to the feast, to the gala. Not all Christians go. Every belie Christian believes that we will all go to the great feast in the millennial kingdom. No, no. Only the faithful people go to that. Only the faithful Christians that have been faithful in their lifetime, they will be the ones who will rule the nations with the rod of iron. Some will sit on the throne as Christ overcame and is seated on his throne. To each of the churches, there's a different reward. But then there are those Christians that were never faithful. It says there is a place called outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Oh, but no, not in the 80s and 90s and the turn of the century and to the present. The pastors never told the Christians in their assemblies that there's a judgment seat, number one, and there are going to be rewards and there are going to be punishments, punishments number two. No, the pastors would not do that. Why? Because they have they have upkeep. They have the bills to pay. I'm telling you, throughout this nation, all the pastors of the land, every single pastor, faithful or unfaithful, we are all going to go through the tribulation together. The unfaithful... They're going through the tribulation without the power of the Holy Spirit. They're going to go through that hard time and probably, be de probably deny Christ. They'll still be born again eternally. They'll still be with the Lord eternally. The faithful, the faithful pastors, they're also going to go through the tribulation, but they're going to go through the tribulation with the power of the Holy Spirit full of faith. The judgment and the punishment to the pastors of this land is just up the road a ways. If they've been faithful, enter thou into the joy of the Lord, thou good and faithful servant. The unfaithful, they're going to be put in prisons. I'm telling you, this, you can't fool with this government. This government has a plan for the Christians in this, in this state, in this nation. The Christians of the world, when they start to see what this government is going to do to the Christians in America, the nations of the world are going to begin to pray for us. As I have told you before, America is in the Bible. It is the seat of the coming Antichrist. It is the, the nation of his great power. Christians don't want to believe that. Well, we're going to be taken out of here. We're not going to suffer. No, you will suffer. And I'm not talking to this audience only. I'm talking to the audience that listens stream on the streaming, to the podcast, that listen internationally, whoever they may be. 
30 minutes, there's going to be silence in heaven. Why? The angels who continually, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, the angels who are continually worshiping, the angels who are flying about, ministering to the Godhead, always doing something. <coughs> they have to be still. God commands all the hosts of heaven, be still. All of the angels around the throne of God, be still. Why? They're going to, they're going to see the, they're going to be in fear too. Well, I mean, they're going to be respectful because God now, all of God's children for the last 2,000 years that have been born again, all are going to be in the great assembly before Christ. They're going to be there at the great white throne. Uh, not the white throne. The judgment seat of Christ. The white throne judgment is a thousand years later. The judgment seat of Christ. The angels are going to have to be still. The great courtroom. The great assembly before God. Before Christ. Standing there. Everyone is going to be tried by fire. To see if your works were good, if they were made of gold, silver, or precious stone. God's people need to be warned. God is not fooling with his own people. 30 minutes of silence. And every one of us, I'll be there. You're going to be there. We're all going to be there. And God is going to, one by one, judge every one of us. 30 minutes of our time. We don't know how long it is in God's time. A day with the Lord is a thousand years with man. It will it be five hours, ten hours, I don't know. Will it be a split second to God? Well, God wants to bring punishment to the world. Right after the great white right after the judgment seat of Christ is finished, the judgments on the world, on the Antichrist, on his children, on the nations that hated God, begins. Now, once that judgment seat scene at the judgment seat of Christ is over, now God will begin. Christ will begin the judgments on the nations. I believe it's in Revelation 11. And there was space in the heavens by, there was silence in the heavens by the space of 30 minutes or half an hour. The Christians in America began to lose their fear of God in the 70s and 80s because of a doctrine of demon. One of the doctrines of demons, a rapture. There was a ministry that got all of the great pre-trib rapture teachers. I don't remember their names. I have, I have the article. They scheduled three debates. Three debates, and it was done like you would have a debate class. And these were the top pre-trib pre proponents. 
along with a little ministry. And they had two debates. And the pre-trib group, because they were taken to the woodshed from the very onset, they could not stand against the scripture. They could not stand against the history of the pre-trib lie from when it came out initially, began in the 1800s. They couldn't stand. The pre-trib group, they canceled the third debate. They could not allow it. Too many Christians were watching. It was going to cost them financially. Everybody was writing books on the pre-trib rapture. They were making big money. It was a big seller. I almost have the, the names of some of the, some of the men, the, the chief, the top proponents of the big lie. This is what the Lord said, or what was presented by Paul. Doctrine of demons. I'm telling this audience, one of the great doctrines of the demons in the local church, that, in, the, in the churches in, in the world today, is a pre-trib rapture. It's a doctrine of a demon. Doctrine of spirits. If you don't break yourself off of it now, you're going to be in trouble. You have time. The body of Christ has a little time to begin to prepare, to transition. Transition from where we are in our thinking. That's where it's got to be. The transition has got to take place in the mind. Transition out of this thinking. I'll be back in just a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Hi, this is Bob Inyard, spokesman for Colorado and American Right to Life. Please fight to abolish abortion and resist all so-called pro-life efforts to regulate child killing. Regulations like late-term bans and waiting periods merely prune the abortion weed but strengthen its root, for they make abortion seem more acceptable to the public and to politicians. For more, check out AmericanRTL.org regulations. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. 
And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. LibertyRevoltMedia.com is founded on strategies to engage in the culture war and to develop a better understanding of policy and its ramifications. Listen to KHNC every weekday from 5 to 7 a.m. to the Bucky Dillon Morning Show. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus Podcast, <clears throat> podcast, <clears throat> pardon me, podcast for this program and for the Thursday Open Forum I host from 1, from 11 to 1, and on Saturday from 1230 to 1 on KHNC. The podcasts are at 1360khnc.com. My contact information is rick at khnc.net, rick at khnc.net, and also P.O. Box Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, P.O. Box Seven. I'm sorry. P.O. Box eight seven two, Longmont, Colorado eight zero five zero two. I have all my notes before me. About a half an hour before the program, I just started thinking, Lord Jesus, I don't have a flow on this program. I don't have a flow on the notes. My notes are: I want to finish with Moab, Ammon, and Edom. I have my notes on Edom, the children of Esau, and the judgment that's coming to the children of Esau very shortly, and present-day Jordan. Jordan is Israel's property. Israel has to take over present-day Jordan because that is the land. The southern part is the land of Petra. The Jewish people have to flee to that land in the middle of the tribulation. But the Lord took me a different direction. The Jesus Movement generation is very, very important. Another doctrine of demons. This is a doctrine that has been put out by all the pastors in America since the 70s, 60s, 80s, 90s. It's a doctrine of demons. I know you want to know what it is, so I'm going to tell you right now. That America is not in the Bible. America is so in the Bible... The elephant is so huge that the you can't see it. And the Christian pastors of this land do not want to believe, nor do they want their 
assemblies to even think that America could be in the Bible. Babylon the Great of the End Days, Revelation chapter 18, part of Jeremiah chapter 50, 51. There are more verses that talk about America concerning the end-time Babylon nation, Isaiah chapter 21, then you can imagine there's only one nation at the end of the world. There are, there are two Babylons in Scripture at the end of the world. Present-day Iraq, which was the ancient Babylon. It said that ancient Babylon would be destroyed and no one would ever live there again in Isaiah 14. Well, there has been someone living in present-day present day Iraq 4,000 years. It has never, ever at any time been uninhabited. But the Bible teachers and the pastors say, this is Babylon. Iraq in the Middle East is Babylon. They forget about the verses that talk about a great nation that sits between two oceans. It called them seas back then because they couldn't they didn't understand the vast the vastness of the Pacific or the Atlantic. They knew all about the Mediterranean because they traveled and they heard from other sea uh, fishermen, people who would travel in the ships. They knew about the Mediterranean, but they didn't know how vast the Atlantic was or the Pacific. But the Babylon at the end of the world that sits between two oceans. On the west, the Pacific. On the east, the Atlantic. A great nation. A great nation so great that it would send people into space. So great it would have the ability to control the land masses of the world if it wanted to. So powerful militarily that it would own the airspace over the earth, over the whole earth. So powerful it would own the oceans and could control what happens on the oceans and what goes on underneath the ocean surface. A nation so powerful that eventually, according to other verses, in chapter 12 of Daniel, Knowledge will increase. Travel will increase. People will travel to and fro, which is the condition today. We do travel. But knowledge would increase. Two types of knowledge. The knowledge of God, most importantly, and His eternal plan and His end-time plan for all the nations of the world. And God would reveal Himself to his children like never before in the history of his working with mankind. At the end of the world, God would go ahead and begin to lift the veils that he put over the minds of his children so that they could see his plan, his purpose, his intentions, who he is, why he does what he does, because he has a plan to have a group of people that are the terror to all the kingdom of darkness, a builded church. 
the political powers of the world right now, the greatest enemy to the political powers always has been, but not like now, are God's churches. Not just the churches in general, but in those churches, a core of people that are faithful to the Lord, that God has trained, like I was saying in the end of this segment, we don't want lone rangers. Every single Christian, your walk with God is just your walk with God. Yes, we do walk with other people in the corporate world. We do. But my walk with the Lord is between me and God, and I have to walk with Him and do what He asks me to do, go where He tells me to go, do what He asks me to do. I have to be faithful to Him. I have to be a lone ranger in that principle because I don't answer to men. Paul, in, in his epistles, he stated he does not, he's not judged by any man. You that are listening, your walk with the Lord is your walk with the Lord, and no one should tell you what you can and cannot do in your walk with the Lord. Anybody that tells you you can't do this, you can't do that, unless, they're, unless you're getting ready to do something that's going to get you in danger. But when you get the mind of Christ, when Christ visits you and you understand His plan, you just be, you be faithful. You do what He asks you to do. You've got to be a lone ranger. You, it's you and Him. And, and fooey on anybody else. Your pastor... I remember in the fellowship that I was with, I nobody asked me. I didn't go to a pastor to ask him if, if you know, to tell him I feel like I need to get married, and I feel like this other sister here in the congregation, she, I think she's going to be my wife. I didn't go to anybody and ask him permission. I mean, I was before the Lord. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, marriage is a pretty serious thing. But the day that I asked my wife to marry me, I knew I was under the power of the Holy Spirit in that experience, and I, I couldn't resist. I had to. I would not have left that visit with her. I could not have left that visit without asking her to marry me. I couldn't. It was impossible. God wasn't going to allow it. And I asked her to marry me, and she accepted and three months later, one of the pastors in the, in the fellowship that I was with comes up to me and he says, you didn't even come to us to ask us if you could marry your wife. And that kind of shocked me. He says, you didn't even, you didn't ask. And I was thinking, what, what do you mean? And, I, and he said, do you have a chip on your shoulder? I said, no. He said, well... But I knew this man was in the flesh. God is your God. He is the one who gave you eternal life. He's the one who has your life and your soul in his hand. He's the one that knows the purpose he has for you personally. And yes, you're going to work with other people and you're going to be around other people and you're going to have other people in your life. But 
There are certain things that no one has a right to to talk to to uh, interfere with. That's the word I'm looking for. You cannot be certain things with you and the Holy Spirit. People are not to interfere. Even pastors are not to interfere. If you have a question, if you need help, and you don't know, and you need direction from the Lord, and you've been praying and praying and looking at the Bible, and you maybe you need some fellowship, well, then ask. Ask. And then once you get a response or some insight, then you begin to pray some more. So, one of the other doctrines of demons the United States of America is not in the Bible. Pastors of this land do not want to lose their congregations. They don't want to lose their income. They won't tell you the truth. Even if they knew that America was in the Bible, they wouldn't tell you because it's going to cost them. Well, may it cost them. That's what I say. May God punish them. May, may God be just with these type of pastors. That's another doctrine of demons. Another doctrine of a demon. You want to hear this one? That Antichrist is going to come from any other nation other than America. He's called the king of Babylon. If America is Babylon, then America's king has got to be the end ruler of the world, has got to be the Antichrist. He comes from America. And the false prophet comes from America. These, this Diablo, this duel, this duo, duel of the devil, are coming from this country. The Christians in America, I'm telling you, these pastors, the great, great offense in God's heaven are the pastors of America. Not all of them. Not all of them. There are many great, great, great men in the evangelical churches, Pentecostal churches, in the uh, Messianic churches, in the Charismatic churches. Not many. But in heaven, I'm telling you, with each of these pastors that will not tell God's people the truth, that's the great offense. Why? The wolf is coming and the sheep aren't being warned. Hell is coming down the track and the children of God in America are not being told that hell is coming. This prophet, this pastor tells you that what is coming down the track is getting close. This pastor, this prophet, is telling you the, the seven years of tribulation is shortly upon us. It's just shortly to be upon us. We are in the birth pains right now. God is warning the world, and of all people that should see, it should be the Christian people that would realize that God is speaking very clearly to His children, to the church, that the covid was a satanic device. Yes, to kill as many people as possible. But this prophet says the great attack of Satan 
and the principalities and powers and the authorities in the air and the demons and the occult world and the children of the devil, the great attack is on the faithful children of God, the overcoming children of God. That is, this whole attack is directed at them. The principle is in the Bible with the temple, the temple in the desert. You had the Levites. People don't realize that the Levites, they weren't just people that attended. They weren't just the, the, the uh, uh, family that attended to the holy things of God. No, the Levites were an army. You had, the closer you got to the temple, to the Holy of Holies, the priests that surrounded the Holy of Holies, these priests were top, top soldiers. They were the, 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 the finest. They knew how to fight. They weren't just men that walked around in robes that were out of shape. No way. They were the last line of defense before that Holy of Holies, before the Ark of the Covenant. And then when you go out from there, you go out all the way. They were centered right in the center of all the tribes of Israel were the Levites. They took care of the sheep out away from the temple. When Israel went to war, as enemies would come, if enemies would break through any of the lines to the north, east, south, or west, next they, the enemies had to come up against the Levites. And these Levites, man, I'm telling you, they were like top. You had to get to the Holy of Holies. You had to go through them. And they, these men, they were in shape. Then as you got closer to the temple, the Levites that were closer to the temple were even more fierce. Then you get to the outer court, they're even more fierce. You get right on the, 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 the next to the Holy of Holies, you better look out because you're going, you're going to die. This is the pastors of the land. That's what the pastors of the land should be. But the pastors of this land are cowards. They don't tell the people in their assemblies the truth. A great doctrine of a demon. I'm telling you the truth. There's going to be a rapture. Doctrine of demon. America's not in the Bible. A doctrine of demons. Antichrist is going to come from some other nation. He'll never come to America. Doctrine of demons. These are lies from the pit, and they're in the assemblies, the apostate assemblies in America. The Catholic Church, all the churches. I had a direction to go today, and no, this is something that's been on my mind for a long time. I look at what's happening with the Christian churches in America. I look at the I look at the weak, cripple, emaciated members of the children of God in the churches in America, and I have to say, shame, shame on the pastors of this country that have not been faithful. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. 
Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. KHNC listeners, this is Sam Shook, your Medicare license agent here in Northern Colorado. I want to thank you for your continued support and look forward to many more years serving you. I cannot stress enough, if you are getting into Medicare or have any Medicare needs, call me at 970-413-4939. If you have other insurance needs, such as live dental, heart attack, cancer, and stroke, call me at 970-413-4939. Again, for Medicare needs, call me, Sam Shook, at 970-413-4939. All right, folks, Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks for listening to my show each weekday from 7 till 9 a.m. Have you heard how much KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies, has grown? Got a new lineup, big signal, and rapidly growing audience. So if you own a business and would like to reach a conservative, patriotic, northern Colorado audience in a very affordable way, contact my buddies, my friends at KHNC, 970-587-5003, or email them at ontheair at khnc.net. That's 970-587-5003. Tell them Brian Kilmeade sent you. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Shame on the pastors of the land and the teachers that have not been faithful to God and the, the so-called prophets, many of them, there are, the good, there are good prophets, there are many good prophets, those that say that they're apostles because they are eloquent, because they have, they dress right. Many of these pastors, I look at them, and, and it makes me want to vomit. 
Here we are at the end of the world, and they don't have any idea what's coming to them, what's coming to their wives, what's coming to their children. Well, God has a way. God is faithful. They'll be His eternally, but the shame that is going to come to them is going to be unbearable. A lot of the shame. Doctrines of demons. I don't know what you in this audience believe, but I'm telling you, you're not going to see anything I've talked about unless God gives you revelation. If He doesn't open your eyes, if you want to believe a lie, your mind will be closed. It will be shut. You won't see, you won't understand, you won't grasp. If you don't want to know the truth, God will oblige you. God says that you have free will. If you don't want to know the truth, these pastors, these, these people that teach this stupidness, this, this false teachings throughout this nation, men who have been in ministry for a long time and don't know doctrine, they still don't know doctrine. I'm going to have to talk about that next week. But I'll say this. If you'll help me, because I'm going to make changes, I'm making changes in my ministry. And I'm going to need financial help. I don't know. If you can help, amen. If not, you can pray for me. Pray that God gives me the direction that I need to have. My contact information is rick at khnc.net. Rick at khnc.net. Also, P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado. Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado. 805 Zero eight oh five oh two eight zero five zero two. God bless you on this Mother's Day, you sisters, you you mothers, God bless you, God bless you and your families. May you have a blessed day, may you have a blessed week. Enjoy your families. God bless you all. Talk to you next week, Rick Rodriguez. 1360khnc.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360khnc.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360khnc.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.